It is February 3rd in our year 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Going to talk about Monday Night Raw. <coughs> oh, tonight. So much happened. We've uh, got something set in motion. The WrestleMania match looks like it's starting to unfold. We know who's going to be facing Brock Lesnar at the Super Showdown. Uh, a fair amount happened tonight. An interesting show. Matt Morgan, how's it going? As it were, or... Uh, those are your two favorite uh, words, is as it were, and oh. Oh. Oh, raw. Or, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing well. How are you guys? I'm good. I got to say, they played that Fast 9 trailer right after Monday Night Raw went off the air. And I almost just want to talk about that for the oh, next crap. hour. Oh, no, I missed it. Oh, it's so good. I don't want to spoil it for you, but oh, my God. It's just freaking crazy upon crazy upon crazy. And then when you think it can't get crazier, oh, shit, it gets even crazier than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. I mean, th- I think this could do for this could be huge for John Cena. I mean, I think people forget with The Rock before Fast Five, his movies, um, the ones where he was in the lead were not really like I don't think any of them did over 100 million in the U.S. G.I. Joe felt like a very big success, though. That one was. Yeah, that I'm one was. That, that had a big cast. But yeah, he was the lead. So that might have been the one that did over 100 million in the US and the rest weren't. And then after Fast Five, I mean, he, he just reached another level. I mean, Jesus, he's opening the Super Bowl. He's getting his own entrance at UFC events, you know, presenting like belts. Uh, he's, he's on another level right now. He is. Yeah, so we'll see if Cena gets that bump, but only a few short months. Cena so, looked uh, good in it. It looks, it looks awesome. It looks really good. And, uh, yeah, just it's such, what, who's he playing like Paul Paul Walker's like Jack brother? No, he's Vin Diesel's brother. That's twist number one in the trailer. You just yeah. have to keep watching it. It gets crazier from there. Cool. Yeah. Yes, I still have not watched Hobbs and Shaw yet. I'm looking. Oh, forward that to was it. so good. I'm looking forward to I it. I started watching it on the plane. That's where I saw. I it. Yeah, I, I get. I couldn't finish it. Justin Lopez with a $2 super chat saying, but can you buy Cena as Vin Diesel's brother? No. Yeah. It could be a half brother. Should have been a, 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 an ode to Paul Walker as an easy tie. And he looks like him, but like he ate five Paul Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker's character is still alive in that movie. so He is? Yeah. Yeah. He got the emotional uh, goodbye to raise his uh, family, but uh, he left oh, yeah, his that's right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. <sighs> Man, I love that series. It's, it's great. Just, it really is great. It's it's, it's yeah. easy to watch. So easy to watch. Hard to believe it started with them uh, heisting DVD players off the back of semi trucks, and now look what it's become. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of crazy. Anyhow, Monday Night Raw tonight, we opened with Randy Orton, who's going to come out in Salt Lake City <laughs> and give an explanation for what he did to Edge last Monday night. Uh, Came out to the crowd. First off, Salt Lake City under a massive snowstorm. They kept showing us the footage. That crowd tonight clawed their way through the snow to be there. And oh my God, were they hot tonight. Very full audience. Very lively crowd. People uh, chanting and booing. Lots of you sucks when Randy came out there. And uh, of course, in pure heel fashion, he uh, just said he couldn't do it. Put the mic down, exited the ring. The crowd got louder. Stopped to think about it again and then just walked to the back. Milked it for all it was worth. Um, yeah, I mean, he's gotten mega heat over this. And the crowd tonight let him know how they felt. Very open and shut. Very 
black and white, very easy to understand. There ain't, what's there not to critique about this and say that wasn't awesome? Yeah, you didn't say anything. This was so good. You know what it reminded me of was that WrestleMania the night after he Roman. beat Roman, beat the Undertaker. <laughs> and it was like ten minutes of just, or maybe it was like fifteen of the crowd just booing and not letting him talk. And when he finally did, it was just you know he said something really quick, like he this, said, "This is this my is, yard. This now. is my yard now." Yeah, yeah. Um, Orton was great here. Uh, he just comes across as such a total prick. Such a he's such a good heel, and um, yeah, this was awesome. I, I love this segment. And when nothing happened, but it it. It takes the story, it continues the story without having to do your formulaic stuff that you always do to keep a story going. Well, here's another example of when you have a hot crowd, the difference it can make, because this would not have been a, a grand slam. It was, still would have been great and effective, but not as hot as they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? And booing them as, as how hardly as they were booing him. Yeah. It was, was really great. good. Um, I, I felt like you know, we were talking last week when I was talking about AEW and WWE and the differences. And one of the things I think hurts AEW is the the fans don't buy the heated angles because they know they're all friends. And right. and here, you know, in WWE, they don't. So this really worked with this crowd. This crowd, it was hot at Orton, and they're into this, you know, storyline. So it was really cool. Well, they, I think they do, Raj. To your point, I, I do think they do. Um, they do think they're friends. They know Randy and, and him and probably yeah. in real life are friends. The difference oh, yeah, is sure. AEW puts too much of the breaking kayfabe out there. So they yeah. take any single modicum of suspension of disbelief out of our heads, you know. But I would also argue their formula is just different. I think their formula they're just basing everything on is really well-worth matches and great matches. Yeah. And but then again, then you see Cody Rhodes and Dustin, and they did it the right way as far as, I don't know. I thought Cody and Jericho were doing it the right way, too. Yeah. It felt like, um, and, and yeah, I, I, to your point, I, I definitely know that, you know, WWE fans probably know that Orton and Edge don't really hate each other, really like each other. But, but they're, they're not willing to suspend that disbelief more than, you you know, that. They, and they're not going to put it in our face every single day, multiple times a day. Yeah. That they're at the gym. And they're, you know. Right. They're going to be on YouTube, you know. Right. Grab ass videos, playing grab ass. So this just shows when Orton wants to, he can be, he can be that guy. Oh yeah, he needs to be. But imagine him being that talented. That dude is so talented. I I will argue that you know everyone always says, oh, he's people. People always said about him, including Triple H, like he doesn't know how good he is. Yeah. Right. I would argue this. I would argue he's so damn good that he is so damn bored. Ninety percent of what they give him, yeah. and he goes out. And he just dials it. He does what he's got to do and leaves. But every once in a while, and they give him something that he's interested in, man, then you see him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it comes across. He definitely seems to be enjoying this angle uh, yeah. more than a lot of the stuff he's been given as of late. Uh, Lana versus Liv Morgan was the first actual match tonight. This was uh, relatively fast. Lana got a little offense in, but this was really Liv's match that she won pretty easily however when she stood tall to celebrate after ruby riot came back because she's been out of action since having double shoulder surgery back in may she got a great pop from the crowd came into the ring uh went to hug live and uh then yeah ruby took advantage uh, dropped live from behind and uh interesting you know lana just stood there smiling the entire time uh what did you think of this return matt um, kind of, 
they must have plans for her because it's WrestleMania season and they brought her back. You know, there's still a long list of other girls that I'd like to see on that card. And, you know, good for her personally, right? Great for her. What a great spot to be in. You know, I'm just, yeah. <coughs> um, I'm afraid that uh, Lana and Liv and Rusev and Bobby ain't over. I think Bobby not winning in that triple threat means that he and Rusev are probably going to have another match in Saudi Arabia. I can see that. Uh, it feels like that, that feud is dead. I mean, they didn't even mention it, you know, tonight. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought I was worried that they were going to do the 50, 50 tonight. Like this was meant to be uh Lana's turn since Liv got the win last week. Uh, and thankfully it wasn't. Um, but yeah, when Ruby riot came out at the end, I think everyone saw that coming. They do that. I feel like they do that too often. Uh, so Ruby Wright came in to the shock of no one. Then she attacked Liv. But it's cool. It gives them something to do. Um, Liv and Ruby can have, you know, a cool little angle if they give them an actual story and give them some time. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that. What would you have the story be, Rush? Um, That Liv, you know, has taken, you know, has been trying to take her spot while she's been out of action. And, and uh, you know, you could do all the stuff that happened, like, while she was out. And, and make that into a story. They, they won't do that, but, you know, weave in some reality uh, to it. And and Ruby just feeling like Liv made it a point not to uh, to take advantage that, you know, she was injured. So, we shall safe. see. Yeah. So Mojo Raleigh versus Drew McIntyre so in a match good. not for the 24-7 championship. Night. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Nightmare Knee's comment here in a minute, but he said, Drew McIntyre's a monster. I didn't realize how big he was until I watched Royal Rumble again. Him and Brock are going to be money at WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. He's he's a beast. Do you think, and uh, I saw this hypothesize, I apologize for not being able to remember who on Twitter had this theory, that Mojo being uh, in the enhancement talent spot for Drew tonight and Eric Young being in the enhancement talent spot for Aleister Black is a result of that storm and they weren't able to get a local talent out earlier because it was odd that Mojo tonight literally got dropped with that Claymore kick out in three seconds. And then later we saw Eric Young on television. I, I didn't think so. I mean, they had, you know, Cedric Alexander, Shelton, Benjamin working main event. So, yeah. I mean, they had other guys they could plug in. I think... They they don't want Drew beating an enhancement talent. They want you know he's going to be. They want him beating with, Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, like someone with a little bit of a a little bit of something, you know. Matt, what do you think is more impressive, beating a random nobody or beating Mojo Raleigh? Mojo Raleigh. But not that much more impressive, right? Plus, plus Mojo got some pub this weekend. He was at the Super Bowl. He was yeah, at Bill Belichick's, you know, suite with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So, oh. you know, this was his reward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Did Did you catch Gronk last night, Matt? After the Super Bowl and the Mass Singer? No, it's not for sure that's him, right? It's pretty much him. I I'm, I I thought so too. But so Matt, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. So you had Ric Flair in a hummus commercial. Uh, Daniel Bryan had a little a, a brief thing. Um, John Cena obviously was in two spots with the the beer commercial and. Fast Nine, and then The Rock introducing the Super Bowl, and also in a commercial with Oprah. So wrestling and, very well, uh, yeah, yeah, wrestling was represented. Yeah, and then multiple spots for SmackDown, even though like one of them just showed the Undertaker, which made no sense to me. 
Um, and they had Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks in a Pizza Hut commercial during the pregame. I'll be honest. If I had my own show and I, I owned SmackDown and I was on Fox and I was in the Super Bowl, I would show an Undertaker video too. But don't you think that then people are – if anyone does go to watch SmackDown after oh, seeing yeah. that and then That's they – That's the whole see- hook. Oh, yeah. Definite bait and switch. I'm admitting to wanting to do it even. Yes. <laughs> but it makes all- them look pathetic. Like, oh, okay, you have to or, advertise a guy that's not even on your show. Say, well, wait a minute. It was pathetic. But these guys are, wow, wrestling's really changed since I've watched it 10 years ago. Because that's who's watching the Super Bowl. People that ain't watching – they're trying to go up to the people that don't watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, but so even, why not show your favorites? Hell, I'd put Hulk Hogan on one of the commercials, yeah, too. I'd put, I'd put, like, Lesnar or Bray Coming Wyatt. Coming back. <laughs> I was just lie. <laughs> put a bunch of, Sting. Yeah. Freaking Luthez. Coming back. Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Got a bunch of stem cells and access to cloning, and it's all your favorites. You ever know when, you're friend, when your friends or people like you work with, coworkers or whatever, and they want to always talk about wrestling, they always throw Junkyard Dog. You ever notice that? Really? <laughs> Junkyard Dog is like a top three wrestler that they always seem to throw out. The people that don't really watch wrestling, obviously, yeah. anymore. Yeah. And they haven't watched it obviously, since they were a kid. They don't even like really say Hulk Hogan. They, they always say, like, to me at least, it feels like Junkyard Dog. Jake yeah. the Snake. Jake the Snake, yeah. Jake they won't the say Snake. Jake the Snake Roberts. They'll say right. Jake the Snake. Yeah. yeah. I hear Captain Lou a lot. Captain Lou about Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny, though? What people yeah. will remember. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Warrior a lot. You know, when people talk about Ultimate Warriors or Hall of Famers, you talk about one guy that everyone knows from, from, that, yeah. from that era. It's yeah. Warrior. I will say anecdotally, when I went to 80s night at Disney in my uh, all Zubas outfit, I saw four people dressed as Macho Man. Mm. Not together. <laughs> yeah, Macho is definitely up there. He's a, he's a fun character to dress up as. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been Macho Man as Halloween before. At Halloween before. Oh. <laughs> well, those photos have to go up on Twitter. There, I think they're there somewhere. Okay. It's been years, but hmm. yes. Randy Hawkins, thanks for the five dollar donation. He said this is the first time since two thousand eight WWE TV came from Salt Lake City. Wow. That might explain they had a huge hot. Oh, tonight. Yeah. Th- thank you, Randy. Yeah, we definitely acknowledge that and, and know that, no question. Um, but that, I, they need to do it more. They need to find these bigger cities that like, apparently that they've not been going to. Yeah, yeah, right. Because they, why yeah, they, they they're like burning out the cities that they always go to. Yeah, wait, well, why would Salt Lake City? It's a major city. How has that not been hit since two thousand and eight? How was no, sure, but still. There was no regulatory thing, no like weird rules that kept them no. off TV. Oh, Maybe. really? I know. No, I don't know. No, Some no, states no. have that. I, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> Brett Baldus, thanks for the twenty dollar donation. Uh, he's bringing up that they botched a bunch of Titantron entrances tonight. And oh yeah, I retweeted his uh, comment about it. But yeah, Lana. When Liv Morgan came out, they showed Lana's Titantron, and then later uh, uh, with Rhea Ripley, they they botched that. Hmm. Good catch. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. So let's talk about this promo after Mojo, who, by the way, had Riddick Moss out there with him. <laughs> he got punked hard. Are you talking about Drew? What are we talking about? Well, no, Riddick Moss, who was just standing out there with Mojo Raleigh. Oh. Yeah. Um, but no, let's talk about Drew's uh, Drew McIntyre's promo tonight and talking about how Brock is a coward and apprehensive of the sexy Scotsman. Okay, so he's got to Okay, you're taking on the beast of Carney. You got to drop that. You can't, can't, can't call yourself sexy. Let let the women do that. You don't need to call yourself sexy, unless you're being a heel. And you're you're supposed to be a badass. That's fine. We finally got our badass baby face. That's gonna take it to Brock Lesnar. Finally, 
you know, just as strong, just as big, taller, hell, even, right? I don't want to hear that you find yourself sexy. No, I want to hear it. You want to, like, and he did get to the point, which I loved, about kicking his head off his shoulders. That's that's a promo I used to cut. I love that. I, I love that part. It's aggressive. I don't like all the posing he's doing. Yeah. Like the, you know, where far art thou Romeo crap where he's getting down on a squatted position. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was cool when he was doing it with Kurt when right before he'd like lay in the Kurt and pin Kurt, you know, and retire him or whatever it was at the time he was doing. I forget what he was doing. Yeah. With Kurt Angle, right? It, it made sense then. But in the middle of a promo, I mean, would any of us do that? Would anybody in an MMA fight sit there and get in that position to just talk on television? It just looks unnatural. He doesn't need to do it. That guy is tall. He's jacked. He's good looking. He has so many things going for him. We don't. He doesn't need the extra crap. Yeah, I, I feel like when he started doing the sexy Scotsman and the sexy Drew stuff, it, it he he was really good tonight. Other than that, I thought he showed yes. a ton of charisma. He t- he showed like he's comfortable in yeah. the spot. Yeah. Uh, but I can see fans turning on that sexy stuff if they keep doing it. Like I can easily see this being a Vince thing. Like you're a babyface now. You're you're not the psycho Scottishman. You're sexy Drew. You know. And um, yeah. man, even Shawn Michaels when he was a babyface, fans turned on him pretty quick with all that stuff. So I think the gyrations and stuff. If it's just a one night thing, no one's gonna remember. But this is gonna be a permanent thing. I can see fans turning on it. Hey, everybody, be sure to RSVP for our WrestleMania weekend party where Raj Geary and Justin Labar are going to have a Vince McMahon off. A Vince off. I got to work on that. Just doing their dueling Vince impressions. Um, You do that in front of the crowd. Uh, What do you make of this tonight, Matt? Buddy Murphy backstage talking to Charlie Caruso, and he's standing there cutting this promo, and he's not just wearing, like, Seth's merchandise. He's wearing a T-shirt with Seth Rollins' face front and center on it. What's wrong? With, what were you gonna say, Raj? Well, they're the disciples, so it, it kind of makes sense, you know, that you would be wearing the the leader's shirt. Mm, it makes them really. I mean, it's one thing for us to think they're his disciples, right? And he's beneath, and they're beneath him. But it's another thing to really just confirm it <laughs> by marking out for your guy like that. Like I never wore Brock Lesnar t-shirts when I was on Team Lesnar. Yeah, Batista wouldn't wear Triple H shirts. Exactly. He'd wear Evolution shirts. Right, right. And yeah. AOP wasn't wearing it, so. Um, because they, they're, they're smart. What? Yes. What? Matt, if I show up WrestleMania weekend and I'm wearing a big shirt with your face on it, you're going to be like, you go to the bathroom and you change that right now. <laughs> you should well, do no, it. you should do that on your own. I'd be pretty proud of that. That means you're a disciple of me. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Real quick, the, one of the reasons they probably didn't do anything with Riddick Moss, why he didn't get kicked in that segment. So Drew knocked, Mo, Drew beat Mojo in three seconds. I think a lot of people were worried that that was for the 24-7 title because <laughs> – Drew getting that title. He, he oh, don't want to do oh that. I got you. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't. But uh, yeah, right. I can just see, I can just see Matt. Someone tries to hand you the twenty four seven title, and you're running away from it like right. hot potato. Like He's hell like, no. Away from me. Hell no. But yeah, Riddick Moss. He, he. I guess he got his bell rung last week during uh, his match with Cedric Alexander. So um, I'm still surprised, and they stuck with that segment. Yeah. Is Tammy yeah. saying he seems like Seth's little brother who tags along instead of his yeah, partner? I agree, Tammy. Yeah, especially with AOP wearing their own gear. Get Buddy Murphy a shirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Six-man elimination match. Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders versus Buddy Murphy and the Authors of Pain. Yeah, well worth match, right? I mean, but... It's okay. 
I thought AOP looked good here. Um, sure. Uh, Razor at the end, he looked like a beast. But I don't know this feud. It's just it's just kind of starting to drag. Um, I mean, what's what's the point? What's what's the uh, what's the end point? There is none. It's yeah, just it just wrestling. feels like they're killing time. Yes, that, that's a spot filled match uh, on the card. When's the last six man tag that felt vital? I feel like six man <laughs> tag is just code for okay. get up now, make your dinner, use the restroom, start your laundry. I wish they made six man tag belt again. Yeah, I don't know. I think you could do something with that. They have too they many titles as it is, though. Yeah, they do, but <laughs> think about it. You could kill more birds with one stone with – get rid of the U.S. Hell, I don't care. But if you had a six-man tag that's now, you know, six people technically being covered, Yeah, you know, two teams of three each week, you know, for stake, high stakes. Yeah. Samoa Joe not there. Now we'll um... – Michael Satch Jr., uh, thanks for the $2 donation. He's asking if it's true about Joe getting 30 days 30 days for failing the wellness. Uh, wellness what? Policy. That is what is out right now. Um, Russell Votes has been pretty reliable. And you told me pot isn't considered a failure? Yeah, pot's not a failure. So they are reporting that. <laughs> I like Matt, that's where you went to first. That was my first. That was, yeah, that was the first thing that Glenn well, said before we went on the air. I know Joe. Joe's clean. I can vouch from 1,000%. He's a clean athlete. Yeah, so the tweet from Russell Votes is, the word coming out of Raw is that more suspensions are coming. Must be something in that Southern California water. Hint, so hint, working to confirm details. And then we, he tweeted a p- right. uh, picture of Samoa Joe. Well, then, great. We need to know. I wish w, this, WWE needs to kill this confusion because they're hurting their own stars with this. Because everyone's normally going to rush to like uh, you know assumption that it's steroid related. Mm-hmm. If it's not steroid related, then it's you know not Ritalin, Adderall related. Mm-hmm. If it's not Adderall related, you know it's something. It's just not a good look if you can nip nip it in the bud and just say what they are. They're not going to be steroid related. Um, I would argue a majority of them. Some of these guys that I've seen that have got popped, I know firsthand don't take steroids. Like yeah. adamant against it, even back in the time when you could use them and get away with it. They never did it because it, just, it wasn't their deal. There's one that's happened in the past few years uh, that I know for sure was steroid related. But um, Sure, I'm not, you know, listening to me, but the last, the last yeah. bunch that have just started coming out, they need to say what they are. Yeah, according to Primo, where he he was busted, you know, he was tagged recently with Bobby Roode, and Primo was saying it was because he wouldn't take, he wasn't there to take the test. He was overseas, oh, right. and they wouldn't fly him to come out. But maybe that's um, it for Joe. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. But I know personal experience. I know for a fact he's never taken it. There you go. Uh, so this went down to Kevin Owens being the last man on his team, three on one, but ultimately. Uh, Razor was able to pin Owens for the win. After that, they stood tall. Yeah. <laughs> Owens gets pinned too too often. Even yeah. even though the numbers are against him, I know the story that they're telling. Yeah. Uh, you, you, the more you see someone's got, you know, someone's arms pinned to the mat, shoulders pinned to the mat, it, the more it just takes away that specialness. Oh, if if this is ultimately going to be Owens and Seth, Owen should not be getting beat all the time. Yeah. And it's good. I'm glad that Seth is getting these guys over. I feel like, again, pairing mm-hmm. Owens with the Viking Raiders, not a good look for Owens. No. God, no. He would be making fun of He'd be the first one, you would think, that'd be making fun of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, Kevin Owens is hilarious. Yeah. Right? So, like, no, I don't like him with him either. Yeah, just, I don't like anybody with Viking Warriors, though, to be fair, guys. <laughs> uh, prepare him with Mojo, you know? I mean... Berserker. Yeah, something. <laughs> it's the only one that will do for me. Uh, Alistair Black versus Eric Young. First yeah. time seeing Eric Young in a while on WWE TV. I think he was. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Real quick, you got oh, yeah. you got that Ricochet promo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Ricochet cut a promo ahead of the Triple Threat tonight. He's oh, been dreaming God. about this since he was 14 years old. So Matt, I saw you got some tweets about this where they're like, "Are they giving Ricochet your stuttering gimmick?" <laughs> oh, uh, this was brutal. Uh, what did I, I? I swear to God, I didn't see this. He's, he's, he stuttered quite a bit. He had a hard time with this promo, and on it was purpose, just the or... cheesiest. No, no, I don't think it was on purpose. Uh, um, but it was just oh, the worst bad. delivered. Uh, it was it was bad. It was painful. I felt bad for Ricochet here. Uh, the stuff that they're giving him, why they not? You can tell he's he's not feeling it. You know, it's they released it. Was it a pre-tape? Uh, it, it looked like it was live. Was it backstage? Yeah, it was backstage. But I don't think they pre-tape a lot of those anymore. A lot of those backstage ones why? are live. Yeah, they're at twelve freaking o'clock. What the hell else are you doing? Well, not today with all the the travel issues that talent had. But yeah, they no, they really have not been pre-taping all these backstage segments. They do them live. You know what they should do? Since they're not doing anything meaningful with them anyhow. Yes, th this is good, Matt. The Street Profits should be Ricochet's hype men. The Street Profits should be Ricochet's mouthpieces and his posse. It solves all of the problems. And Ricochet come across like a superstar a rock, a, uh, superstar a rock star he doesn't have to say anything he can just sit there and smirk look like a million bucks they can hype him up with these amazing promos problem solved yeah phil phil thanks for the five dollar donation saying keep in mind joe has had a ton of injuries since he came uh, to wwe he could be just trying to stay healthy well <laughs> really because i was confused for a minute and i thought it was because he was gonna enter the freaking arnold no bleep of course, that would be the only reason if he were to do it. But I'm still sticking to my what I what I know. And hey, thank you for your super I, chat, and I will vouch for it. Not enough wrestlers do that because they're wimps. <laughs> yeah, if if it were me with Ricochet, just don't have him talk. You know, not all wrestlers have. Tradition Liger wasn't cutting promos in WCW too. That's the thing about yeah. the beauty about him. He's so special. He's so different. He is that crazily athletic. He doesn't need to. Mm -hmm. He really doesn't. I don't know why they're having him, man. And then when they do, they need to have him do pre-tapes. I'm <laughs> impressed. If Ricochet is Superman, the mic and cutting promos is his kryptonite. They are. It hasn't been pretty. Raj is privately enjoying all this because he's one of the first to bury Ricochet's mm -hmm. promos. I, I think Ricochet is great, and I think they're booking him terribly with, by having him do these promos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Street Profits solves all the problems. I mean, it's a good idea, Glenn, but yeah, you know, it is. But then in the middle of promos, he's just a dude standing, you know, sitting in the background. But that's fine. Think about Remember, it was a very 90s thing. Remember, yeah. I mean, it was like the athlete referring to himself in the third person, but then you have the athlete that didn't talk, just sit there and look mildly annoyed or have his sunglasses on all the time. Yeah, like, but Ricochet yeah. Could, did you see how you just described him as though? You that you want Ricochet to be a star. You want him to be like third man of the group. No, I think he would be the guy that we know what he can do in the ring. So let's have hype men hyping him up. You know? I just think he's so simple to book. I don't know why no one else can see yeah. it. It's so easy. 
Yeah, you don't had WCW didn't have Ray doing the. I mean, Ray cut promos, but they weren't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Alistair Black versus Eric uh, Eric Young. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Uh, quick squash. Alistair Black looked great. I say, yeah. So on the flip side, Alistair Black's promo I thought was really good. He delivered it great. I don't know what the hell he was saying, but, <laughs> but he did it in such a cool manner that it enhanced his character and it worked. This was know? a good win too. Eric Young was a good. They needed to use him more. And they made Alistair just look like a killer out there, and I think it's it's working. For me, this was like a better win than him just beating some local enhancement talent. Again, like I thought about Mojo earlier mm-hmm. with Drew. These are the people that, no offense, if they're not going to be using them right or using them right, then at least get them on TV and beat them. Mm-hmm. When's the last time Eric Young was on TV? I mean, I know he was 24/7 on 24 7 or yeah. a pull apart, I believe. Yeah. He's, he's had a couple matches recently because we, we brought it up, like how yeah. they could be doing more with him. Yeah. So they should yeah, bring but... Dorian Spraldron. Thank you for the four ninety nine donation. Saying they should bring back the mask gimmick for Ricochet, make him more mm-hmm. interesting and appealing. That was cool when he was in Lucha Underground. It was until until I saw what he looked like in real life, and much like Luchasaurus, I was like, "Why the hell has this guy got a hood on? <laughs> yeah. No way! He's a good looking dude. Yeah, movie star, good looking. And if he was wearing a mask, I think that they tend to segregate." Anyone they that's will. got a Lucha he will be, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. In WWE, especially. You, yeah. You've got to see him. He'll be a house party. Yes, he well, will. This next segment, I mean, great example of that. Umberto Carrillo versus uh, Angel Garza. Angel was out with Zelina Vega. Now, in real life, they're cousins. They brought that that up uh, in this angle. I thought that was cool. And then uh, Rey Mysterio interfered and then became Rey Mysterio versus Angel Garza. And, well, real uh, quick, let's talk about yeah. this promo. Yeah, so please. Zelina Vega introduced. Uh, Angel Garza. So Angel Garza had just lost the Cruiserweight title. And I remember that made no sense to me because he's one of the guys over there that looks like a star. Yeah. And it was, you know, it seems so weird to take him off, you know, off of him so quick. But yeah, here he is now. Main roster. Now he's with Zelina. Andrade was suspended with wellness violation last week. And man, I thought he looked, he was great here. I thought he had that swagger. I was saying he reminded me of a cross between like Eddie Guerrero and Rick Root. Just, he's got that Eddie swagger, but does a lot of this, like, the, the the lady killer stuff that Rick Rude used to do, and uh, he just had that poise and confidence. He's everything that uh, Humberto Carrillo is probably is lacking right now. And uh, yeah, so he's with uh, he's with <coughs> Zelina right now, and he was just he, he was just natural at with his. <coughs> he, got, he, cut, he, got, he cut. Go ahead. He cut a he cut a promo for there for a bit and starting to have a little difficulty with, with that. But other than that, I thought it was a it was, it was a good raw debut for him. Was it longer than your promo just now? <laughs> Forever. Um, I want to forget what I want to say. Um, it happens to me all the time. What I did say, like, like how hooked up is that though to get right to have that be your, you know, unveiling to either a SmackDown audience or a Raw audience. You get to come out with her and have, you know what I mean, and and, and have her be the one to, you know, bring mm-hmm. you out there like that. I think it gave him instant credibility. Yeah. Because trust me, he was not going to be doing this, I'm sure. Like you said, he's filling in, right? And yeah. you never know when you get your break. Yeah. Justin yeah. Lopez, thanks for the super chat uh, donation, $2. He said, Garza equals Eddie and Roberto equals Chavo. Um, I like her Joker profile. Yeah. Great movie, by the way, Joker. 
Yeah, Nightmare Knee wants to know why is it always Lucha Stars facing each other. That's that's creative. Uh, a couple of you that have sent super chats, we'll get to you when we're on that segment. But there's, uh, yeah, so we'll get to you in a little bit here. Uh, yeah, I wish these guys were mixing it up with other talent a little bit more. I mean, that's my only note about this. Uh, these, these segments were great. Ray coming out was great. Um, I thought Garza grabbing Ray, dropping him on the exposed concrete yeah. with the hammer lock was cool. Yeah. And and Zelina being with them is only going to help them. Yep. We shall see where it goes. After that, we got the tease about Charlotte Flair coming in to make her announcement about WrestleMania and who she's going to face. Came out, talked about, she's held both titles multiple times, beaten both Becky and Bailey. Uh, fans are chanting for Rhea and NXT, and then Charlotte acknowledged that, saying that she had love for NXT and NXT has love for their queen. Uh, she said she's held the gold 10 times, but she still wants all the gold. Wasn't sure where she was going with this, but then Rhea Ripley's music hit came out. And of course, Rhea pointed out that uh, Charlotte may have beat Becky, may have beat Bailey, but Rhea has beat Charlotte. Charlotte has not beaten her. Issued the challenge for WrestleMania. Charlotte did not give a response, except she walked up the ramp, turned around, delivered a woo, and they announced later in the evening that she will be on NXT on Wednesday night to answer Rhea's challenge. Yep, so that's clearly your WrestleMania match. But this was backwards. It would have meant so much more to have Charlotte be the one all on her own to go out there and call Rhea out. Yeah. And uh, would have lifted that championship as well. I wonder where they're going for this. So this helps NXT short term in the ratings, but it also overshadows Bianca Belair versus Rio, which is coming up at TakeOver Portland. And we've got a full throttle build to that going on right now. Selling Raj before the show, I almost wonder if in some way this leads to a triple threat at Mania, given Bianca's impressive showing at the Royal Rumble. First of all, you wish. <laughs> second i mean yeah it would be great for 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 Belair, obviously yeah but um they're just booking things you know how they do this. they do this crisscross crap where they book the short-term stuff and then the long-term stuff long-term game is obviously wrestlemania so they think it's perfectly okay that they can run and piggyback charlotte flair on top of that angle you know what i'm talking about the wrestlemania angle on top of the nxt angle yeah, yeah, and Bianca's not ready yet. I mean, she's well, she's good for the main ready. for a main event match at Mania, Glenn. It's not going to be a main. I love her too, it's but come gonna on, maybe be the opening match on the show. I don't think it's going to be near the main event. I think Becky versus Shayna will be the highest ranked women's match, or Bailey versus Sasha. But uh, but, 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 to, but to your point about them doing the angles, you know, yeah, they're doing the WrestleMania yeah. angle while they have a pay per view match. Mm-hmm. They just did that with they're doing that with Lesnar and Ricochet too, right? right. They, they announced Lesnar and Ricochet, even though. Then that's Lesnar and Drew at Mania. But let me posit this theory. Matt, how do you book it? You can't are you gonna have Charlotte lose clean to Rhea Ripley? Bianca gives them an out where Charlotte can still look strong, Rhea can retain. I mean, that'd be yeah. I would love for it to happen. I'm just saying I don't think I can see them wrestle three way at Mania. Okay, so one on one who wins at Mania who, for the Rhea? NXT women's title? Who? Rhea. Over Charlotte. Rhea yeah. Ripley was, yeah, Rhea Ripley over okay. Charlotte. It's not like Charlotte uh, you know, never loses. Um, but, oh, she has a WrestleMania streak, doesn't she, or no? No. That, no, she lost uh, the last triple threat. Becky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlotte loses. Okay. There you go. Uh, so this will be a good bump, I think, for NXT on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it gives her something new, something fresh at WrestleMania. It gives Rhea, a, you know, a big match on the card. We'll see how she gets over, you know, on, on the big stage. And, yeah, it, it, I, I like it. I, I mean, I don't think Charlotte should go to NXT, like, from Raw or anything like that. Uh, so just as a one-off to put Rhea over, it makes all the sense of the world. Oscar versus Natalia tonight. Uh, did you hear the comment? And someone in our chat mentioned it. At one point, Natalia yelled at Asuka something along the lines of, like, you want to shoot on me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she could just been working. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah. They, were, they were exchanging holds when she did that. So, yeah. I could Good see her saying up. that, though. She can be corny sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, I think the takeaway, really, though, is after when Asuka called out saying she wants Becky Lynch again for Asuka versus Becky 3. Becky came out to answer her challenge. And uh, I was very shocked when, after accepting it, they announced shortly thereafter that it's going to be next week on Raw. They're not even saving this for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, me either. But well, elimination chamber is a month away. Yeah, but that's a big match. It's a pay per view match. But I mean, they just they just did it. Becky already beat her clean. It's just I think it's just a way to kill time and have you know Becky beat somebody. Okay, and have a high profile match. Just have it on. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it would be cool if they did this in Saudi Arabia. They already did one women's match. So yeah. if you want to, you know, have your biggest star, but. No, that's not what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, this was a really good match, though. Oscar versus Natalia. Oscar good. got a win. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was really well worked. I mean, they both busted their asses in this match. But the crowd threat. was yeah. a little tight, you know, quiet for it. Triple threat main event tonight for a WWE title shot at the WWE Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. We had Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Ricochet. Now, Buddy Murphy, AOP, got involved in this. The Viking Raiders and um, Kevin Owens got involved in this. But ultimately, this came down to Ricochet uh, pinning Lashley for the pin and earning that title spot against Brock. And he was attacked by Brock immediately after the match ended. We went off the air with Brock standing tall. Hell of a win, though. Ricochet beating Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a good match. I think this is going to be. This has the potential to be one of Brock's oh, best matches. Exactly, I agree. I think it will be. Well, yeah. I mean, it could also be a ninety-second squash. You just—that's one thing I love about Brock Lesnar matches. You just never know uh, which way they'll go. But because, um, yeah, if, if Lesnar doesn't think that Ricochet is worth selling for, then he's not going to give too mm -hmm. much. So um, we'll see. Yeah, Scott Wild. Let me see if I can find his. His super chat said um, that Lesnar appears to be much smaller now. Um, he is 42 years old. Um, much smaller, what, physically? Like physically. Muscle-wise? What's he saying? Yeah, physically, muscle-wise. Um, no, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> he, he is older. He's 42. What, of course he... I don't want to start healing on our fans, guys. Just keep oh. it moving. But, Matt, I mean, certainly when you're like your most beast mode and your most jacked, maintaining that guys, is. Why would you? I don't know. I'm with my asking. position, I can't I can't really get into this for, okay. for, for Brock. I don't want to make a comment that. Yeah. But, guys, do the math and the years and what you're talking about when he looked the way he looked. 
versus now. There you have it. Um, so Ricochet, man, oh, the promos for this. We're going to have Paul Heyman hyping up Brock. We're going to have Ricochet hyping up Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's only in a few weeks, so it's not going to be too many. It's a problems. good sell, though. Hang on, that's a very good sell, though, Glenn. Good job. <laughs> Maybe rethink your idea. But if you had street profits against Paul Heyman, that's gold. Cool. I, I I would watch that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it could be hilarious, but yeah. Instead, we'll get them in corny comedy segments and they'll let Ricochet <laughs> talk for himself. But the match is going to be awesome. That's the important part. I think so, too. Fantastic match. Uh, Raj, what else is going on in the world of sports entertainment? Uh, So, obviously, the Super Bowl uh, just uh, over. We talked about that. Uh, You know what I was surprised about? There was no mention of the XFL on Raw tonight. It debuts on Saturday. Um, We're going to be doing a special Mm -hmm. podcast that night. We're not going to really be analyzing the games as much as talking about you know, as a product and, and uh, how it's different from the NFL and if this could work. So right now it's definitely me and Matt. Uh, Glenn is a maybe, but uh, I'll, we'll... I'll be there. I mean, what else? What else am I going to do? <laughs> you got to watch. You got to watch the football, though. You got to watch both games. It's the XFL. I mean, it practically watches itself. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, not one mention. I mean, even during the Super Bowl, they had a, a an XFL spot, but nothing on Raw. So WWE did get sued. Um for Vince's involvement in the F- XFL and some of the stuff that they've been doing. So I don't know if it's anything related to that. Wait, 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 what? Well, so uh, these, I'm forgetting uh, the union or something that sued Vince, but they were saying that um, they're doing, X, you know, as stockholders, you're doing advertising for the XFL and not getting any revenue for it. And uh, just other things like that are causing a conflict of interest. Yes. WWE shareholders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of common. You have to still mm-hmm. pay a fair market value. Um, TV syndicators used to get in trouble for this, like when Fox owned the X-Files and syndicated the X-Files to Fox stations. Yeah. So now everything has to be done at a fair market rate. Like that's the precedent setting case. So in theory, Vince has to charge the XFL for promo and WWE. But they, but then they do network promos. You know, all the pay-per-views are building to the network and that's, they're not paying, you know, advertising for that. But I guess it's the same product. Yeah, it is. It is different. And if you look at the WWE stock price, it's uh, like what half where it was. Oh my gosh, they lost a billion dollars in one day. So yeah, the WWE co-presidents are out. Bought it. Michelle Michelle Wilson and uh, and uh, George Barrios out as co-presidents. They had just started in 2018. They were the next in line to take over after Vince. Um, I still don't believe that did you say they just both started in 2018 no they've been with the company forever but they were uh, uh, named co-presidents in 2018 uh, i mean dude he's turning it over to his daughter and i.e hunter as well yeah. but he doesn't he's been putting like business people in charge of the the business end um mm-hmm. yeah, and i would still reason. continue i would imagine right unless stephanie figured a way to shake can that idea I still yeah. think you don't think Stephanie would run this company though. No, okay. I think the stock. I mean, I think you, they would just lose all their value in the stock because these are. I mean, the people that they have in charge are like legit, you know, legitimate business people with you know impressive backgrounds, and to go from that to a Triple H or a Stephanie McMahon, I think that would just cause investors to pull out. Hmm. I mean, I think that's why they never did that in the first place, but um. 
Good. Yeah, the stock dropped again today. So it's, I mean, it's down a lot right now. What's it at? $46. $46, yeah. And what's it been at its highest? Uh, it was almost it, 100 It hit at 99 Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, it lost money. a ton of, you know, like we said, a billion dollars in value in one day. So, um, damn. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, but um, Friday night before the XFL no. debut on Saturday, Goldberg is coming to SmackDown. Yep, and we'll be covering it here on Wrestling Inc. Podcast with me and who else? I don't know. Oh, no, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My All device. right, who is uh, Goldberg going to be facing? Who do you guys think it is? I, who do you I, think, I, Matt? Is it for, what do you call it? For uh, going overseas again? Yeah. Yeah. It's for, it yeah, the Saudi Arabia show. Honestly, it could be anybody. Just somebody like Dolph to beat again, maybe. I think it's going to be Roman. I think Biggie. Biggie, that's a he did say it's his dream match, but they usually like to create like the big dream matches for these shows. Okay, but he can't do it anymore. We've seen this. Uh, but I think with Roman, he you know Roman could work with him, and so you know the problem with him and Undertaker is they're both fifty, and you know uh, the old dudes trying to do their old power moves. But yeah, Goldberg and Riddle, book it. It's Michael McFarland saying won't happen. <laughs> no, yeah. So this guy's in Saudi Arabia. Don't think we don't see Riddle on his level. This is to impress them to keep getting these big shows. Wow. Yeah. Baby Maharaja, thanks for the five dollar super chat. He's saying why WWE rehired Sil- Sylvian after he sued the WWE but did not re-sign Rob Conway as a trainer. He was the only one from their group who didn't sue WWE. Wait, time out. Sylvan, Gr- I'll tell you right now. Sylvan Grania got hired with WWE again. Yeah, and like a trainer role. I'll tell you right now, he's Pat Patterson's boy. That's his guy. Um, always, that's always what was said when he came out. No BW, he was in. He was in and through there so quick, without much of any training. Um, I like Sly though. On the to, on, on the personal level, I think he's hilarious. Most of us did. Everyone generally got along with him, um, but he was always fast tracked because of his uh, friendship with Pat Patterson. Yeah. Uh, Aaron G pointing out that New Day oh. is already booked for um, yeah. Super Showdown. They're facing The Miz and John Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who could it be? Suggesting then? Sting. Oh, God, that would be a disaster if they did no. that. But that was a rumor that Sting was going to be coming back for the show. But I think it would be two separate matches as opposed to. Ugh, yeah, that would not be pretty. No. Sting versus The Fiend would be a nice build up to Fiend versus Undertaker. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it, neither of those are in the Can't cards take- right now. Yeah. Cannot take that risk. Yeah. Um. I, wow, we kind of you know flew through this. Um. Uh, seeing if there's anything else. Eh, I think we kind of covered all the big news. Um. Yeah, Glenn, do you have anything well, else? I don't got anything. Uh, WrestleMania. Uh, plug, yeah, plug WrestleMania. What we got coming up? Our big shindig. So, Raj, where does everybody go to RSVP for the WrestleMania meetup on Friday before Mania? Go to Facebook.com slash Wrestling Inc., click on events, and just let us know. Uh, you don't have to fill out a registration form or anything like that. It's a quick, uh, I'm interested or I'm coming. And then yeah. that kind of guarantees your spot uh, at the thing. And, and, yeah, we hope to see all of you guys there. Come on out. Rick's on the River, Tampa, Friday, April 3rd from 3 to 5 p.m. Yeah, it's going to be good, yeah, man. Heard it. 
Yeah, come on out. You all talk to us so much on Twitter and other social media platforms, right? We always shoot the shit about wrestling and other things as well. It'd be really cool to meet so many of you guys in person finally. Yeah, it's the it's Friday. It's the afternoon, so you still have time that night to go watch SmackDown. Yeah, all the other shows that are going on that night. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So definitely, definitely be there. Should be good. Uh, he's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore three hundred three. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on the Twitters, and we'll be back here Wednesday night to talk about AEW and NXT. Charlotte Flair appearing on NXT. Cody is getting his ten lashes on AEW Dynamite. Wednesday night, we'll have the complete recap afterwards. And until then, folks, we will catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.